being reflective to one's research journey through a framework and roadmap that acts as a navigating system in a way that not only helps to detect the roadblocks, dead ends and deviation, but also adds momentum to get the sequence right of doing research. Hello and welcome to another episode of Scholars Knowledge to Wisdom podcast. Today's episode will take you through the journey of our guest who is Assistant Professor in Department of Agricultural Biotechnology, Assam Agricultural University, India. He did his PhD in molecular breeding from Hokkaido University, Japan in 2009 with various publications in high impact factor journals and book chapters. Currently, he earned two multi-institutional projects by Government of India. Not only this, but he is actively engaged in institution building as member, conveyor, secretary, and like in various academic and student-teacher welfare committees with an ample experience of teamwork. Let's welcome Professor Akhil Ranjan. Welcome to the podcast, Professor. And do tell us that where are you joining us from? Uh, actually, I'm uh, joining from uh, my uh, laboratory that is in uh, Assam Agricultural University, which is uh, not as part of India. And uh, I'm presently working as uh, assistant professor. Yes, I'm from Jorhat right now, uh, having our... Why of doing your research? Uh, actually, you know, if I uh, take you to my journey of research, and uh, uh, it was not really planned, though, initially. I mean, when I was an HS student, I never had a plan that I would become a professor or I would become uh, uh, a research scientist or, you know, research would be an integral component of my uh, profession. Uh, but when I joined Assam Agricultural University as mm. student, uh, the principle of genetics in undergraduate actually fascinated me much and I joined uh, genetics and plant breeding as uh, my elective uh, department. And then uh, in my master's actually, uh, I wanted to study more deep into it. And then I took agricultural biotechnology as my major. And actually when I joined masters uh, in the department of agricultural biotechnology, it opened up my window to plethora of recent uh, you know, technologies uh, on this subject. So in a master time, you know, we had uh, uh, thesis work with credit. Now it is a bit different. Uh, we have dissertation nowadays, but mm -hmm. uh, which helped me uh, to inject more fuel in designing systematic analysis of our research problem. Mm -hmm. And uh, further, uh, you know, this knowledge of uh, having, designing a uh, research problem, it got fine-tuned uh, in an advanced lab at Hokkaido University in Japan, as you have rightfully mentioned. And uh, that's how my journey uh, starts. And I'm really indebted to my teachers and all my mentors throughout this journey. Yes, uh, I'm loving it. Yes. Okay. And who inspired you more? in your journey, um, if we talk uh, uh, in context to your uh, teachers uh, from the schooling, from the college, from the university? Yeah, no, to be uh, 
human being, good human being, uh, it has been taught by my primary school teachers. Okay. okay. So moral comes first, then your, you know, all those, uh, you know, scientific mindset. So the developing, you know, good human being mindset to transform into a being a scientific mindset is all helped by my school teachers, college teachers, and, uh, you know, your definitely, when you talk about research, definitely your master and PhD guide has got pivotal role. Yes. I, 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 I do mention my MSc guide as well as my PhD guide. So they, and uh, definitely there are some other helping hands as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, in that context, so, apart from my parents and our family members. Right? Okay. Um, so doctor, uh, as you mentioned um, about your parents, so um, I mean, out of curiosity, I would like to know yes. the um, the seed sown. Uh, it is, I think it is uh, sown by our parents itself. The, the journey that yeah. begins from there itself to who we are today. So to uh, throw some light on that also. Yeah, my mother, uh, you know, used to be a school teacher and happened to be principal later. Uh, she was the first uh, graduate of her village. So oh. I'm talking about just 60 years back. So there's, I mean, her story inspired me a lot because uh, she had to walk 16 to 18 kilometers a day to reach the college. Mm -hmm. And she was having English as honors. Okay. okay. That time to a remote village to come to the college in town, 18 kilometers a day. And then uh, actually she could not complete masters because of his, I mean, her family background. So okay. she could not continue. And that time even, uh, I mean, this society is also not allowing someone mm -hmm. to continue masters in a place which is not native to you. Mm -hmm. So that was the main problem. And she all the time asked me just to, or requested us just to have at least some higher degree than what she had. So mm -hmm. that always propelled us, uh, all our kids to propel us, you know, to go ahead at least. I don't know that I, that whether I'd become an you know, assistant professor, but higher studies was always in our mind that time, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, so my yeah. father used to be a very social, uh, socially active uh, person. So okay. he was most of the time he was like you know busy in the societal work and all. So I was uh, he even never get a chance to you know get us a call that you know, whether he was studying or not. But my mother uh, is a source of inspiration. Yes. Okay, it is uh, inspiring. As our, our parents, um, they are our best navigating systems. I think. Yes, yeah. for sure. So, Doctor, uh, as we dive into your research journey, do tell us that how you created the roadmap to your journey to research. Uh, I always choose when I, uh, you know, want to have a roadmap. So I always choose a local problem uh, as I am into agriculture and I work for a state agricultural university. So I need to connect farmers with the results of my research. Again, uh, my research interests are inclined towards biotechnology. 
mm. and finding direct benefit of my research uh, for the farm with the farmers sometimes it's not easy mm. so however uh, i uh, have been trying to uh, develop product driven you know research and mm. i design uh, accordingly uh, my short term and my uh, long term uh, objectives okay. which are achievable mm. it's need to be you know achievable. unless you achieve there is no use right yeah. so when i say achievable uh, i i always need to be backed up uh, by robust methodological strategies uh, to support my uh, hypothesis mm. for example uh, presently i'm working on abiotic stress management in rice okay so here uh, you all know that rice is grown in many countries and abiotic stress is also very common and agriculture is uh, working on abiotic stress as well Mm. So then, question comes: Why I need to push, mm. right? Yeah. But I want to develop a variety specific to Assam condition mm. that can provide better yield under mm. by under cold and you know, drought stress mm. in two different seasons through biotechnological interventions. And people may ask again: uh, Why in Assam? So I say I I work in state agricultural university and mm. that is I we have some mandate and uh, I also love to serve for our you know uh, people local people of Assam and then I thought uh, there there'll be a lot of justification for it but I'm not going into those but it will be just you know keeping aside all those things uh, that is what I wanted to have this cold tolerant and say the drought tolerant variety. Mm. so the more important point is that variety has to be accepted by farmers mm. that has to be you know suited to the taste of consumers right mm. so that is why my here if you you take an example this will be my short term objective that is to develop a mm. variety mm. but my long term objective is to enhance my knowledge on genetics and molecular biology of cold and drought tolerance in plants So that means we need meticulous planning and need to proceed accordingly. Yes. So that is how I think uh, I, I I just create my roadmap like that way. So it may vary from person to person. I I don't mind, but that mm. is how I. Yes. Yeah, from developing to enhancing and expanding. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I mean, yeah, developing a variety may be my short-term goal, but my mm. long-term goal definitely you cannot, uh, you know, skip on, you know, gaining your knowledge and reach your knowledge, right? Mm. So that that is how it. Mm, very valuable insights, um, Professor. What theoretical framework you used during your research journey? that may help the undergraduates and postgraduates to navigate okay. their research uh, yes uh, you know first of all definitely an up to date literature charts so that i mean that literature is my best friend all the time for sure mm-hmm. and uh, then i prepare mm-hmm. synopsis based on uh, whatever the literature i uh, went through and uh, with the support of literature uh, i just move on and uh, before uh, we have the real project formulated uh, so what i usually do i try to collect some preliminary data 
okay, preliminary mm-hmm. data to convince myself that the project is achievable. Okay, and uh, here my little experience earned for a period of 20 years helped me to draw the timeline of uh, you know works for putting the things in the right order. And sometimes uh, I used to prepare flow search as well, flow search of activities uh, to be performed uh, and uh, which will help a lot uh, to continue the journey. So okay. that, that's how I usually uh, uh, put my theoretical you know, framework uh, so that may help continuing my research. Okay. So uh, as we talked about uh, the roadmap to the framework, uh, now we'll move to the roadblocks. So how to turn the roadblocks to opportunities in a research journey? And uh, and here, when I talk about the roadblocks, they are very uh, like uh, the incidents when your uh, uh, principal investigators sometimes move to the another universities, or it is that the challenges that you come across while writing your manuscript and challenges with the topic, with the theme. Um, so throw some light on that. Uh, so I'm into a field of biological science, okay? And uh, more particularly agricultural uh, science. So when you are in the field of biological research, you have some kind of uncertainty. And uh, the few inherent problems, uh, more particularly with regard to the field experiments, okay? On the control environment, uh, you have the control button with you, uh, which is not in the case of field experiments. Uh, mm-hmm. Even if you control the environment or bring decisions, you never know how uh, the plant will respond, right? So it's all case by case. So definitely, uh, you know, you have to encounter some bottlenecks uh, that is bound. And that is the research part or like, you know, it's just work part. The other uh, part definitely will be with your, you know, writing of the thesis, your, uh, you know, uh, even you choose the topic, you are going on a, a certain uh, uh, list of work plan and somehow it did not work. So mm-hmm. that time uh, you don't need to keep low and you need to have a B plan. You are going with the A plan, then you have to come with a B plan. That's for sure. And mm-hmm. uh, sometimes you may not, uh, so your mentor is leaving. In our time also, Say we had to get uh, in touch with the mentors uh, three or four months uh, after when I, if I refer to my PhD journey. Mm-hmm. So usually we don't meet because he was also having you know six seven students. So mm-hmm. hardly I get you know within three months we used to meet uh, my guide for say you know uh, seven eight uh, I mean uh, times a year mostly. Not mm-hmm. more than that. At least three months, uh, uh, three months interval. But uh, that time he gave us time for around say, you know, five six hours. I need to plan. So what I have done and what I need to follow and all this plan. So how uh, we can uh, sort it out. But the thing is that uh, we need to find a way uh, all the time uh, to continue the journey. So mm. each step is important uh, in research. So we may not get results, so we may get results. It doesn't make any uh, big difference. But the mm. thing is that even if you're not getting results, but mm. 
not getting result may also have other part of the story involved. That mm. we need to look into. For example, we all know the stories of penicillin mm. and the heart pacemaker. Yeah. So the pacemaker was invented by science as the main goal of the you know, pacemaker project was to develop an instrument that record the heart beat. Mm. Okay. Uh, yes, how important is the journey, then destination in terms of research? Okay, yeah. So you are just, you know, putting me, uh, and it is not an easy one to just put it because both are very mutual events, you know. Mm. Uh, actually, it depends on uh, what you want. Mm. Uh, it's very difficult to separate uh, these two. Uh, usually, uh, uh, luckier those uh, who actually complete the journey uh, with a smile. Uh, but it is equally important to plan and execute uh, the journey of research in such a way that we can at least reach near to the destination. doesn't matter uh, whether uh, you reach or not, but important part is whether you have generated valuable information or not. Mm. So if it is authentic information, then it may be continued. Mm. And this may not be at your lifetime, okay? Uh, but someone may continue because you have the authentic data and the plan of work already defined. So it may be continued by someone else and you can get the fruit in future. Mm. So it's, it's a continuous process. Mm. And so that's why for me, always like focus should uh, be on how best we can contribute with best of our knowledge and wisdom mm -hmm. and show ways to many more people so that the rest of human in church of the truth prevails. Okay. Hmm. And, um, and as we talk about the journey, um, Dr. Throw some light on independent thinking aspect uh, that a researcher develops during this journey. Okay. Um, independent thinking is very much important just to discover yourself within. Mm. So mm. you learn a lot many things uh, in your life. From the life skill also you learn, from the book also you learn. Mm. So from the book, from your life skill and from your surroundings, because from the surroundings, all, most of the discoveries and the inventions are from the surroundings, okay? Mm. So what exactly, you know, you have or you, you feel it. So from the knowledge obtained from the book and the surroundings, and uh, your life skills will help you to discover mm. your potential and then act accordingly to have an analytical mindset in a way to put the things in right order so that uh, a project that someone can design Mm. May it be in a team, but we can develop our own independent idea to which also we can mm. develop another project 
related to the one that maybe someone is working with a team mm. which will be like complementary to another one so likewise you know uh, with the help of individual thinking that we usually you know develop from the surroundings and the book and bookish knowledge uh, so definitely will help up, uh, help us to boost uh, the knowledge mm. as well as our own wisdom mm. and professor as we uh talk about independent thinking under this comes the analytical and the creative and uh, while doing research uh, being analytical is more uh, important or being creative is more important or both are to be there the creativity always should be coupled with imagination hmm. okay so unless you imagine i mean you know a certain problem that say for example so you have the you know a lot of garbage besides your apartment you know that mm. so that is a problem mm. so you need to you know be say having some imagination mm. that if i follow this and that whether it will achieve the i mean or eliminate the problem that i am having mm. so for that analytical mind will help us mm. okay unless we become so critic unless we do the you know the different steps of our work in an you know proper way mm. and validate with proper analysis that mm. always definitely analytical mind Mm. so that is not possible mm. only with mere say creativity definitely creativity will shorten your time of developing something mm. okay maybe you can eliminate the garbage nearby your apartment with your creativity mm. or that may be transform some certain structures that mm. becomes your creativity but unless you do the analysis mm. so how you know process and mm. how to process this garbage say for example mm. so i think that that will be a, a, a disaster sometimes only mm. just with the creative so that is uh, definitely we need to be creative creativity will definitely shorten your time that i that's my perception and mm. the perception from person to person so analytical mind or logical mind is uh, i mean one of the best uh, you know Uh, component of uh, uh, any research uh, because mm. research is not the truth mm. research is not the truth sometimes right the truth of today may be may be proven wrong some uh, in future yes okay? but it be supported with proven you know theories or proven theorem or mm. maybe with proven uh, technologies then uh, that is accepted but i think in terms of truth will always be there but it has to be logical it has to be uh, you know analytical okay so yes uh, so doctor what is one common myth about doing research and uh, do give one piece of advice to our listeners okay 
Uh, regarding to your first uh, part of the question, is like your common mate. There are a lot of common mates usually, you know, going here and there. And definitely, you know, especially very true in PhD, PhD research. But uh, one of the, I mean, very prominent one, uh, I mean, all know that, uh, you know, uh, research is meant for extraordinary brilliant people because those scientists, those who have invented, uh, always we see that they, are, uh, they, they were all, uh, you know, we think that we all uh, extraordinary people because they reached to that level, mm. but uh, they were almost the common people. But that usually, you know, we say that that uh, you know research is meant for extraordinary brilliant people. Uh, but uh, for me, you'll get a lot of examples to defy that. Mm. Okay. Uh, so I would like to mention one of my uh, you know wife's you know friend. Mm. Okay, he's a batsman uh, okay. of my uh, school. But he studied in a different college. That's a different thing. Uh, his name is Dr. Vinay Kumar Soikia, uh, okay. the recipient of Santi Shorup Bhatnagar Award 2021 okay. uh, for art, atmosphere, ocean, and uh, planetary sciences. Okay. So as you all know, that you know Santi Shorup Bhatnagar Award, uh, which has been you know considered as the most prestigious award in science and technology in India. You can say the gallantry award of science and technology in India. So he, you know, he was not the top 10. Mm. He was not a top, top 10 in the metric or the higher secondary examinations. Mm. But he, with his all analytical abilities and mm. continuous efforts, could achieve that at an early age. Okay. So he got that award. The point is that I'm not saying that he is not brilliant. I'm saying that, you know, although he was not having that positions, but he mm. got it because of his own abilities and because he has got an analytical mind and he could have foreseen mm. what exactly uh, coming in next five years. Mm. So that is more important than having, you know, being a brilliant people. So that is usually people used to say, but that, you know, that usually we should not ex accept. And that is why I say, uh, all you require is an analytical mind and should have a thirst to unveil the logic, uh, which are continuous support. Mm. And um, regarding advice, I don't know why should I give advice, you know? Uh, so there are a lot of legendary people working in different field of science. So I may not be the right person, uh, to give the advice. Uh, but if I see myself, I always uh, plan my objectives. I always keep my objectives minimum at a time mm -hmm. to reach the goal. And always I try to keep correcting my mistakes and try mm -hmm. to collaborate and generate stress-free working environment. And mm -hmm. in this world, uh, we should accept that no pain, no gain. Mm -hmm. uh, just go with your plan and reach the target. So that's all. So that's the mantra. Very uh, mindful, valuable insights you gave, Professor, on the research journey. And um, I would say that um, as said by the Nobel laureate, John Good Enough in Chemistry, uh, be thankful for life and be thankful to people who like to engage in meaningful dialogue with you. So I would like to thank you with these words of our um, of the Nobel laureate and um, for being uh, for taking uh, your uh, precious time out of your schedule. 
and uh, thank you so much on the podcast yeah thank you so much uh, uh, for giving me a chance to be a part of your journey as well it's not your probably research journey but yeah. uh, i just you know consider me to be a, a guest of your podcast thank and you. i don't know uh, whether i'll be you know fitted to your uh, expectations but uh, i really enjoyed and i do hope that uh, your uh, efforts should continue and you. uh, your continue and uh, all the best and uh, thank you, thank you.